On today's episode, we are talking subscription-based beauty in both style and care. Plus, a bit about cross-pollination in the professional sphere and why it's so important. All this and more, of course, today on Recur Now. From Wells Boston HQ, it's Wednesday, January 22nd. I'm James Herrick. I'm Abby Sullivan. And I'm Grace Gagnon. It's a beautiful day to subscribe. First up, your recurring revenue news roundup. Rent the Runway is back in the limelight, expanding beyond home closets, now making your vacation a bit more seamless. The clothing rental and subscription service has teamed up with Marriott International's W Hotels to offer visitors a style experience suited just for them. Beginning tomorrow, those staying in W Hotels will have the option to pay a $69 fee upon arrival, which will offer them four styles from Rent the Runway's curated selection. Of course, the wardrobe options will take into account the climate and possible surrounding activities of the resort, like pool lounging or skiing, for example. For someone like me who absolutely hates packing, this is a godsend. And this comes on the heels of the news that Rent the Runway plans to launch a brand made entirely of recycled materials. It may sound gimmicky, but they're actually really nailing it with their encouragement of buying less stuff. They're also moving into other categories like home essentials, courtesy of West Elm, and kids apparel. I think as Rent the Runway comes to life, we're seeing how dynamic subscription can be. That's from RTR COO Maureen Sullivan about this new offering. And what do you think about this one, G? As a subscription fashionista, I'm keen to hear your thoughts. I know you've dabbled in quite a few subscription style platforms right now on that haverdash train. Is Rent the Runway pulling at straws here or are these actually solid ideas on their front? Well, when I first read the headline, I assumed this was just too good to be true. You know, a recurring issue with rental clothing is what if it comes in and it doesn't fit properly? Properly. So my thought was, well, if you ordered something and it doesn't fit and you also didn't pack any other clothing, you're screwed. But then I kept reading and learned they have additional clothing at these hotels, so in case what you ordered doesn't fit. I think if it all goes well, this will change travel fashion for everyone. But on the flip side, it may mean less money for airlines. You know, lighter suitcases means less people having to check a bag for a certain fee. And apparently Rent the Runway will ship items directly to W Hotels, where they'll be delivered to your room at your convenience. And at checkout, the clothes can be left behind, living a life of luxury without the luxury prices. And now onto the subscription grooming space. Procter & Gamble plans to buy out direct-to-consumer grooming brand Billy. Billy, who calls itself, quote, the new body brand, is mainly a women's subscription-based outlet for personal care items like razors, body wash, lotions. And Billy founders Georgina Gooley and Jason Bravman are pretty pumped about this one. They'll still run the company under P&G, but with added room for growth and great resources to develop new premium products. Because there needs to be room for expansion revenue. The beauty of a subscription is that for the first time in our history, we have a business model where relationships are built directly into the revenue model. If a customer continues to like you, they're not going to churn, and they may even buy more of what you're selling. So to put it bluntly, more is almost always better when it comes to expansion revenue. We have a ProfitWell report all about how much expansion revenue you need to be successful, and it's backed by the data from 5,000 companies and 300,000 subscription consumers. We'll link to that in your subscriber newsletter. And Drift CEO David Kinsell, in his most recent newsletter called The One Thing, brings up a super solid argument. It's simple, but it's strong. You've likely seen people sharing lists of books they read in 2019 and the ones they hope to read in 2020, he starts out. David posted his personal list to Instagram and Twitter and says oftentimes he reads them concurrently. But why? Because a lot of the subject matter relates to itself. 
teaching him things in one book that he may not have tied into another. Essentially, the information cross-pollinates. So this got him thinking. Everyone in our industry tends to go to the same events, get the same coaches, listen to the same podcasts, read the same books, he says. But by doing that, we're not cross-pollinating. We're all going to have the same source of ideas, facts, and behaviors for how to run our companies, our teams, and even ourselves. We're not going to come up with breakthrough ideas by doing everything the same. So here's the challenge. Instead of continuing to go to the same events, find totally radically different ones in another industry to attend. If you're in tech, try to find something in the film industry or something in the construction business. Any event, no matter how far out of your domain, as long as you're confident the best of the people in that industry are going to be there. In doing so, you'll get the best ideas and be able to cross-pollinate ideas with others. With today's episode, we'll be sure to include a link to sign up for David's newsletter. It's always worth the follow. And later in this episode, an interview with DC himself during which he and Patrick talk timing, customer centricity, and fierce competition. The full episode of Protect the hustle from which the clip was drawn will be included in your subscriber newsletter. And that's a wrap on your January 22nd subscription news. Up next, David Consell on being all about the customer. Everything has moved from supplier company control to customer demand control, like the centers of demand. So in that world, we get to choose. Everyone's a buyer now. Yeah. Like, you know, my progression was like, you know, when I first built software, only a purchasing PO, you know, purchasing agent or the CIO bought software. No one else brought software in a company. And then you move to kind of HubSpot era, Zendesk era. Now you're starting to see functional leaders buy software within a company, right? So it's a VP of sales can buy stuff, something because of SaaS. VP of marketing can buy their own stack. Boom, boom, everybody buys their stack. And now we're all over here, I think, which is like, well, any, everyone in your company buys something, right? Like you could probably look at all the stuff that you guys use in your company. It's like pretty much everyone, not yeah. just the functional leaders, are buying things. Too many things. things. Too many yeah. things. Uh, yeah are buying things, whether they're services, software, whatever, they're, they're all buying stuff. And so it's not like, you know, this is the final, the implementation of the consumerization of IT that people have talked about for yeah. 15 years. Like it's finally happening now and everyone buys software. So now it's like, oh, we have to actually give a shit about like how they feel the experience is. And then at the same time, we think because of this shift that all the value now is in experience because everything that we buy, whether it's your sneakers right there, there's yeah. no bulls, or, or this watch or sweatshirt or, or cup of coffee or whatever, are actually the only premiums that we pay are for experience. And finally, a teaser for Subscription Sapiens, a segment during which we spotlight some of the brightest minds in the SaaS space. Subscription Sapiens. Patty McCord. Teen Zoo. Brian Halligan. Gail Goodman. Find this and more like it on RecurNow.com. And that's it for your January 22nd episode of Recur Now. Check back here tomorrow for more and don't hesitate to reach out to me at abby at RecurNow.com if you have news to spread or input on any topic we cover.